0: Podcasts. Shit. Can't get enough of Boomer and Carton in the morning. Al Deuce and Jerry Recco are here with some sports news and updates they didn't have time to cover. Here we go. It's the Boomer and Carton postgame show with Al and Jerry. What do you say we do the podcast out Tuesday afternoon? By the time you guys get this, anyway, it's really ten twenty four in the morning. And can I take just a moment to clarify and thank everybody on Twitter for showing me? Um, Some appreciation, maybe? Love and support, would you say? Support's a better word, yes. Because when Craig said that, uh, I think it was right around 8.45 this morning, that uh, he would let me come back after the break, because I never did the segment. We were just just talking. He was doing his mic stuff, which was funny. He said, "Uh, since today's your last day, why don't we take a break so you can come in and get a full update in? And I just kind of rolled with it because I didn't know where he was going. And for a brief moment, I wasn't sure if I was being fired. And there's a lot going on around here. Uh, so you're really not sure every day you come in what's happening. Uh, I got, I want to say, well over 80 people that hit me up on Twitter. And not one person said, good, get the hell out. And I thought that was very nice. So I want to thank everybody for showing me the support and the appreciation. Very nice of you. Thank you.
1: I saw even uh, the Seven line had tweeted about it. Yes. He has a, a large Mets following. It's very nice of them. So, so, yeah, so Craig just randomly said it was your last day. It was weird. And, uh, yeah, I guess it was nice to see... That you would get support. Yeah, how about that? Although, so, I wonder how quickly we'd move on. Two days. I always tell, I always use this example of when things like this come up. Uh, John Stewart was on Howard Stern uh, a couple years back. It, it was after he had quit The Daily Show. Right. And he said, you know, it was a very big decision because when you do a show that's on every day and is a topical show and does not live on in reruns, much like this show is. Right. He said, you know that when you quit that, you kind of get off the radar. Yeah. And that even somebody like Oprah, who had the most popular show of all time, you could say. And when Oprah was quitting, was leaving her show, all the women were on the news crying, what are we going to do? No Oprah. And then they're like, oh, who's this, Ellen?
0: Yeah. And then forget about Oprah. I do believe, I've always said this, I really do believe uh, if I walked away tomorrow, that whoever it might be, let's assume it's Chris. Just for, Chris who? Chris think, Sims? Chris Lepresti. Oh, Chris Lepresti. I don't think the show skips a beat. I don't. The show is heavily around, surrounds what Craig does and what Boomer is. And, you know, I think we all have our piece, and that's great. But I don't think in terms of the show continuing, I don't think anything changes all that much. I really don't. You know, in terms of the listenership, I think people are into Boomer and Craig, and that's great. So, listen, we're all—they replaced Imus, for Christ's sake. Right. Everybody's replaceable. Everybody's replaceable.
1: And I always think it's interesting, radio in particular, radio shows can go on for, I think, much longer than television shows. You know, Mike and Chris have been around forever. You mentioned Imus, Howard Stern, uh, Boomer and Cartner now 10 years in. Because we never go away. You know what I mean? Like, we're here every day. We are. And there are times in the summer where we take a week here, then are back to work, then take two weeks off, then are back to work. But you never go away for an extended period.
0: Right. No one's taking off for three months.
1: Right. Where, like, a rock band puts out an album, and then they disappear for two years to make another one. Sure. Uh, TV shows go on hiatus, as they say. They're gone for a couple months before a new season. Right. And in those times when it's down and you're not on... When the TV show's not on, when the rock band's not out there, you get forgotten about and uh, things, uh, tastes change. Yeah. You but when find other stuff. But when you're here every day, you kind of go along with the changes, the, yep. the subtle changes in the world. And I think that's why radio can last longer than other forms of medium.
0: Which is why, and I know we disagree on this and that's fine. But it's also why I don't see a problem with staggering the vacations. Always keep a piece of, and when I say us, I mean the group here. You know, Boomer wants to take a couple of weeks. You know, uh, listen, you're going to take off together around the holidays. I'm not stupid. I mean, that's and I like that. That's great. There are specific times you're going to take off together as a show. But I think in the summertime, if Boomer's got a week he wants to take off and Craig's like, I'd really rather go stagger it. Because you've always got a piece of Boomer or Carton. I think that's I think that's good. I don't think that's a bad thing. And no offense to anybody that fills in, but it's not the same show. Right. And as long as, you know, I'm here with Boomer or you're here with Craig or Eddie's hitting the stupid little drops, at least you have the semblance of the show and what it's supposed to be. Right. So, I my two cents.
1: I agree. I, when I was doing my podcast where I was interviewing broadcasters, yeah. I talked to one of the guys from the Sports Junkies. They do a their long-time sports they're show still going, right? in, in, Washington? in Washington D.C. I think there's 5 of them. Mm. 4 or 5 of them. And the guy said, "We're never all there in one at one time. Someone's because we've been doing radio for 20 years, we each have so much vacation, But there is some. The show is there every day, but it's different participants.
0: Right. But but you're familiar with those voices. Yes. That's why I think if there was some semblance of this show every day, I think it's better than we just take off right all at once. But whatever.
1: I agree, Jerry. Jerry, yesterday I spent a very frustrating afternoon trying to deal with technology. Okay. I used to consider myself a gadget guy.
0: I would agree with that,
1: right? Yes. I love a I love a new gadget. I totally agree. But I'm not sure I do anymore. I think I've hit the age where I don't want to learn new things, and trying to learn new things is very
0: frustrating because there's a lot of steps in some of these things.
1: Yes, like for example, yesterday I I had delivered via my Amazon Prime a new uh, Logitech. Um, uh, what do you call those remote controls that control everything? Universal, A universal remote control. Ah. Universal remote control See,
0: you are, you've already lost me. Yeah. T- 15 years ago, I had didn't want a universal remote control. Right. Too complicated. Y-
1: yes. This, I spent a very frustrating afternoon yesterday with really? a universal remote control. Really, I should just have a separate remote for my TV, yes. my cable, my soundbar, my very fire TV. Yes. Yeah, but I got all these remotes there. I know. But you but keep them...
0: Covered. No one sees them.
1: It seems cool like, oh, I would like a universal remote. It's a pain in the ass. What a pain in the ass that was. And I still didn't fully grasp it. It was like, um, in order to recognize your Amazon Fire TV, move it closer. They were touching. <laughs> <laughs> I go, yeah, yeah, I don't see it. The, the, the remote's going, yeah, no, it's not in here. Then, I wanted, then it's like, oh, you need to do an update on the firmware. I go, okay. What the hell is firmware? Exactly. So I'm downloading it. In over an hour, it had downloaded downloaded 3%. I went, goodbye.
0: So you return it?
1: Not yet. I'll give it one more shot to ruin today. Right. And then, like, I don't know how you are, but when I get frustrated, maybe it's our lack of sleep. Mm. I get angry. Yeah, me too. Very angry. And my girlfriend called me, and you would have thought the worst thing happened to me. Really, it was just the remote control not working. Right. But I was treating it like... The entire like woe is me. Yes. That a remote. And controls are
0: great for you. Yes. But this little
1: thing. Oh, maybe crazy. Just technology. Like, why do we put out technology if it's not ready?
0: Well, I on Sunday, Rant. so I bought my son for his birthday. He turned seven today. Oh, yep. happy birthday. So I bought him nothing huge, but I bought him a, a small little backyard batting cage for very cool. He loves baseball. He loves hitting, you know, a little twenty four foot batting cage. But in order for me to put it up, I had to take down the swings off of, and the whole attachment of the swings to the, I don't know, I don't know what you call it, like a little fort tree, not a tree house, but this little thing you can go in in the slide, right, and you can climb up it. So it's this massive wood piece, and it had these, I would say, seven or eight-inch bolts in them. So I got the first few off, and then there was one more that was keeping the whole thing together. And like you, unlike technology, but like you, I could not get the bolt off because it was rusted on. I mean, it was bad. Three hours on Sunday and three trips to Lowe's to buy different little ratchets and nothing worked. So then I'm like, listen, I got a Dremel. So I'm going to try and what burn it. What is a Dremel? It's like a little, I don't know what you would call it, actually. You do a whole bunch of things. I use it to shave things down. Um you can uh, engrave things with it. It's just a cool little universal not universal. It's a little universal tool. It's got a little power to it, but you can also get the metal circles that will grind something. Oh down. yeah. So I grinded the head off the bolt, but not enough. Like, I was trying to do is make a line for the screwdriver so I could twist and hold with the ratchet, and I was going so it was so difficult that I literally the screwdriver went right through and broke the head of the metal of the of the of the bolt. So long story short, I was punching things, kicking things, slamming doors. I was furious on Sunday, but I wasn't going to lose. So I went back to Lowe's yesterday on my way home, and I went in and bought more Dremel pieces because I only had one of those yesterday. And I sawed the hell out of the rest of the head of that bolt, and then I took one another bolt, and I hammered it out. Boom. I win. I win. I win. Uh, The swing set edition is down. Next, we put the cage up.
1: They always say about the trips to Lowe's or Home Depot that it's never one trip.
0: It can't be. I mean, well, it should be.
1: You think on your first trip always,
0: like, I got this. But then something else comes up. Yes. It's like, come on. So three trips there the other day, then one more yesterday. I've spent more money going back and forth to Lowe's than I did on the batting cage. The important thing is how far are you from the Lowe's? Uh, Not far. Five minutes.
1: Now, will you take some swings in this batting cage yourself?
0: I mean, I could. I mean, if my son wants to pitch to me, I bought yeah. an L screen and everything. It's not that big. It's like it's only twenty five feet, so it's really for soft toss and stuff like that. But you know, it's ten feet high or nine and a half feet high, and it's ten feet wide. So is it it's made perfect. of netting or cage? Yeah, no, it's netting. It's 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 netting. I got uh, the poles that I already assembled. I got to put them up next, and then we'll get that net on it, and be ready to go. My it, son played basketball for six hours on Friday. I'm worried about my arm.
1: Were your neighbors? concerned, like, what is this guy building in his backyard? My neighbors might
0: be the best neighbors ever. Oh, you like them. Uh, My neighbors that really will be dealing with this more than anybody, they don't have kids. They're grandparents. And they have their grandchildren come over all the time. And they'll always tell my wife how much they love having my kids there because they're always out playing and and playing basketball and making noise. They miss noise. Like, I guess they were in an adult community for about a year, and they couldn't take it. So they'll be just fine with it. They're pretty good. Uh, one question. You mentioned Amazon Prime. So I had to pay shit. So this thing I bought for my son came from, I think, Australia or London. I don't remember. Maybe Australia through London and then here. The batting cage came yeah. via a foreign country? It did. All oh, right. I had to pay shipping. Why? I'm the a Prime member. Yeah, but some items are not eligible for Prime. Huh. Not a lot. I mean, it was fine, and it was, I mean... Listen, in the grand scheme of things, I paid $70 in shipping. If the damn thing came from Australia, it's worth. I'm in right. London. It's fine, but I was surprised that it wasn't free. I thought free shipping. I didn't read the fine print.
1: If that thing came from Australia, do you think at any point a kangaroo came in contact with your batting cage?
0: Um, the boxes? Yes. A kangaroo. Yes. Sure you, why not. You think a kangaroo helped push it onto the ship? Hey, you never know. Maybe the kangaroo is boxing the uh, the freight guy. Yeah, kangaroos do love to box, Jerry. Right, exactly. Hmm. So, by the way, I could use an extra body to put them up. Well, that know.
1: I don't. I'm not you good can at. Can help it. me?
0: But no, no, not I'm today. I'm not
1: good at. It. You, you know, to
0: stand there and hold it. Uh, I
1: That's can do that. It. I used to hold the flashlight for my father to fix things. <laughs> I would hold the. He put the light there. Yeah, you were useless. <laughs> yeah, I was useless. Now, I live in a condo association, so if my neighbor was putting up a batting cage or constantly hitting, I could complain to the association. You could, yeah. If a neighbor wanted to, like, when you live in a house in a regular neighborhood and you want to complain about a neighbor, who do you complain to? Nobody. You go right up to
0: the front door and complain. Oh, here's the. I don't thing, like though. that. That's confrontation. This will not be an issue though because I'm not going to use real baseballs. I'm going to use training baseballs. Oh, okay. So it won't make as loud of a sound as you might think it would. I don't think this will be an issue at all. I wouldn't have got it if I thought it would be, you know? Enough space between the houses. It'll be fine. You go aluminum bats or wood? You know, it's funny you say that. Aluminum. And there's this BB core and all these different composite bats. My son is begging me for a wood bat. Classic. He wants to play like the major leagues play. I'm like, good for him. I'm like, okay, but you're not going to hit the ball as far. Just he doesn't care. So should I, I was thinking we gave him this on Saturday. So it's like, all right, today's his birthday. I got to give him something. It's his birthday day. I wanna... Should I just get him a wooden bat? Yes. And let him use it in the cage? Maybe I'll do that. A wooden bat. Did you, Um,
1: when you were a kid, did you have those wooden bats that were like a signature yes. uh,
0: player's I bat? I bought two cases of Daryl Strawberry bats. Really? Louisville Slugger in 1993 when I was playing in an over-18 league. I bought two cases of them. How about that?
1: I had a Greg Luzinski bat. Greg Luzinski? Do you remember
0: him? I remember the name. I really don't remember him. He White like, Sox. Uh, he played White Sox.
1: He yeah, played on the Phillies. Him. He was a, a larger fella. Huh. I mean, did you pick that out? No, no, you didn't have you a bought? choice then. When you would go to like Caldor or Bradleys, that's what they had. See, I didn't get a wood bat until
0: I played in a wood bat league. I never used a wood bat in little league or high school. Or
1: See, I think growing up, the aluminum bats were very pricey, and they still yeah, are. They're they, very expensive. Yeah, the
0: bat I bought my son last year, my oldest, was four hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah, I mean, come on, like, my parents well, were just, not like, spring for be that. Kidding me.
1: I uh, know. I shouldn't have either. They weren't bougie like you, Jerry. Shut up, Al.
0: Jerry, remember the other day uh,
1: I, we did this story about a, a guy who stole sausage? I do, and he jumped
0: off a, a two-foot bridge.
1: Yeah, he was eluding police after stealing the sausage that he had to jump off a uh, actually an eight-foot bridge Eight foot, sorry. in eluding the police. Well, I have another story, uh, this one from Australia, of a guy who uh, enjoyed a uh, seafood dinner and did the old dine and dash, Mm. took off. uh, And uh, he jumped into the ocean to avoid paying his bill.
0: He jumped into, wait a minute. In Australia, whatever ocean that is. All right, well, the restaurant's not floating in the ocean, so basically he's at the beach and he jumps in.
1: Right, he had a a run from police. He had a, a $621 tab. Whoa. Listen to what this guy ate. He calls himself Tupac. His name is Terry Peck, but he calls himself, uh, he's an Australian rapper, calls himself Tupac. Got it. He had uh, $621 worth of um, seafood that he didn't want to pay for. He had two lobsters, 17 oyster shooters, a baby octopus, and several beers. A baby octopus? I, I have no idea. I don't see that like uh, when I go to Red Lobster. They don't have
0: baby octopus on the menu. You're also not in Australia. Good point. Right. Uh,
1: he claimed that the lobsters were overcooked, so he wasn't going to pay for them.
0: What about the shooters and the beer?
1: Well, <laughs> the Omaroso Brothers, the name of the restaurant, said, we pride ourselves on cooking our lobsters perfectly. Uh, they also claim Peck uh, ate 15 of his 21 oyster shooters. Not the uh, 17 that he said he had. Hmm. Uh, He said that uh, he wasn't running. He wasn't dining and dashing. He had learned that a friend of his was close to giving birth on the beach, and he ran out to help her.
0: (laughs) So then clearly he must have paid then once they got him.
1: Nope. He was arrested before uh, police could find this pregnant friend giving birth (laughs) on the beach. (laughs) You're kidding. Nope. At his uh, court appearance on Monday... Uh, the person seeing the case uh, heard his uh, order of uh, all those uh, sh- those um, oyster shooters, the lobsters, the um, baby uh,
0: the baby octopus, baby
1: octopus and said the uh, the judge said, oh my God by himself So the judge was very surprised Jerry
0: that he ate all that
1: that he ate all that. He's due back in court May 4th.
0: So is that I mean is that jail time or is that listen you're gonna pay a big fine you're gonna pay the restaurant and all as well.
1: That's a good question. Who knows what goes on in Australia? I mean,
0: you go to jail for the dine and dash?
1: I would think so. Really? Jail? I would think you could go to jail for that. Short jail test day, I bet.
0: Are we talking like Mayberry Jail, though?
1: No, Australian. Where Andy lock-
0: and uh, Barney are, or are we talking a real jail?
1: Lock up You've Australia. You've been to
0: Australia. How do you know what's there?
1: I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Who would knows? you
0: watch Crocodile Dundee once? and you No, feel like quite a while
1: ago. A
0: native Australian?
1: I feel like I know what's going on down there. You ever want... Shrimp on the bar. By the way, that's where your batting cage came from.
0: Yes. This guy probably
1: assembled it after eating a baby octopus.
0: Do you ever stop for a second and be like, right now? Yes. What is happening in Melbourne?
1: I do think of that.
0: Right? Yes. Or like a favorite place like you like to frequent, Aruba. Well, I went once and I didn't love it. But like right now, some hot chick is oiling up on the beach. Right. Right. Or some guy with the six-pack abs. Some hot guy, yeah. Right. And here we are sitting... In this studio, doing this while they're there doing that. Right. Other. There are people all over the world right now having sex right now.
1: Right. There are also people being shot at right now.
0: Well, all right. I was trying to keep it light. Oh, keeping
1: it. Yes. If you more lighthearted. The Middle, light-hearted, in the middle East it.
0: people are dying right now. Yes. Be in hospitals, people's last breaths are being had. Yes. Mm-hmm. I was. Trying
1: Babies to are being there. born. Jerry. Okay,
0: now that's better. It's a little bit better. Somewhere, somehow, someone's riding a horse. Someone.
1: People are finding out they have a deadly disease. I mean, things are happening at all times. You got to do that again. Oh, I went back the other way.
0: Yes. Yeah, what's wrong? With oh, you. got it. So try to keep it positive. Like, who's in your room right now in Aruba that you go to every year? Like, someone's there right now. I. By the way, I've been to Aruba once.
1: One time, I didn't go every year. I went right, well, one, the one time, time. You were there for right. three weeks. So someone, I was there for three days. Someone three days. is there you're in my room, room, though. Three days. <laughs> that's right, Jerry. I
0: thought it was six days.
1: No, that's my minimum from uh, my maximum from that one is three days. Somewhere.
0: Well, that that can't
1: be. Three days is plenty.
0: If you go to Hawaii, right, you're not
1: going for three days, plus the travel. But I'm going to enjoy three nights
0: and then I'm out. Three nights is your max. Yes. Yeah, compl- to me. I like about eight nights, and then I'm good. No. Then it's overkill. Like Between my, five nights and eight nights.
1: Like, my parents go on cruises. This is what they do in their well, advertisement. In that's their, tough. Uh, in their, um what do you call that? Their Retirement.
0: Twilight?
1: Oh. Um, my mom likes to go for f- no more than five nights. My dad tries to book these nine-night cruises. My and mother looks know, at me like, where you what, from? what are we doing? Nine nights. I'm with
0: her, though. If you're on a boat, and I've been on a couple of cruises, there are three of them, After about five or six days, it's like, where the hell is the—let's go home. Because you're tired of the ship at this point. It's the
1: same buffet.
0: Yeah, the days at sea are enough. You've had enough of eating like an absolute pig, and you're drinking too much. And the boats, you know, I mean, you can gamble on a lot of them, but some of them are tough. I mean, you're at sea. What are you doing?
1: Would you say that uh, taking a cruise is probably the worst worst vacation you could go on for a diet?
0: That's a great question. Um— it would be hard to argue with it because that food is in your face twenty four seven. Go out for drinks; you're on your way back. Oh, look, the pizza place is open. Let's grab a let just a slice. You're right. You wake up eight hours later. Oh, the buffet's ready. And then lunch. There's food all over the place. They got these these awesome, fattening frozen drinks that you get all week long. Yeah, you might end up gaining twelve pounds on a cruise.
1: And the ice cream machine is it always is available. Always
0: available. That's good stuff, isn't it? Hmm. You're gonna go on a cruise now, aren't you? I uh, have you ever I'd, been on a cruise? I
1: was on a cruise one time.
0: You'd never do it again?
1: Uh, I would I might do that again. You might. It was not the best experience, but I would do it again. My seven year old wants to go
0: on a cruise. I really don't.
1: Well you go if you go out of Bayonne, you don't have to no paying for flights. Yeah, but here's
0: the problem with going out of Bayonne. You know how long you have to be on that stupid Two boat. Two days every island? Two days. Right. As opposed to leaving out of Miami, you take the boat to the Bahamas, you're there in how many hours? A couple hours. Right. I'd rather do that. I was thinking of flying to Miami and doing a three day cruise. Just quick, a couple of bah- Bahamian, is that how you say? It? Bohemian, Bohemian, yeah, Bohemian sure. islands, Yes. and then back to Miami. He's on his cruise, quick, done. Right, I like that better. All
1: right, I like that. And then finally, Jerry, I'll leave you with this story out of Saint Petersburg, Florida. Now, someone here owns a laundromat. Is that is that That's common Ernie. knowledge? Ernie Acosta,
0: Ernie, Ernie is, uh, is, uh, I believe that Joe is Joe and Evan's
1: producer owns a uh, laundromats. Yes. As a side business. He's got one. Yes. One laundromat.
0: Side business. I'm actually thinking this is now the side business. Oh, this
1: is his. Uh, yeah. Do a radio. Okay.
0: That is his business.
1: All right. Well, uh, this guy, uh, bad scene at this uh, Florida laundromat. This is why I wouldn't have a laundromat. Uh, Soapy's Coin Laundromat in St. Petersburg, Florida. Uh, there was an arrest made of Michael Shannon, 57 years old. He entered the laundromat around 7.40 a.m. and proceeded to uh, defecate on the floor. He then scooped up his defecation and jammed it into the soap dispensers in the uh, laundromat in some of the machines where you're supposed to put soap, he put his poop. So police were called, 911. When they got there, the crime scene evidence was still present. He was charged with criminal mischief and booked into the county jail, where he has been a frequent guest. He has a lengthy rap sheet, including state prison for robbery. They estimate the damage to the washing machine at $475. That's a lot more than that. What do you think he decided? Did you think he was going to wash clothes with poop? Like
0: he- I think I want to vomit right now. <laughs> he has
1: to know that was not going to get the clothes clean.
0: Yeah, I'm pretty sure he probably knew that. I don't think he was really thinking of much.
1: See, this is why I don't want any business. Like, imagine this happened to Ernie's laundromat. Well, you gotta
0: clean it and move on.
1: Although, in fairness, Florida's n- these stories. Jerry always come a from lot Florida.
0: Happen in Florida. It's a very big state. Yeah, now. it's a lot of people there. More people, more trouble. Right. Although, and a
1: 57. You really? That's a hilarious prank. If you're 13, you poop I, really on the floor. You I jam honest, it into the. It's
0: not even hilarious at 13. <laughs> There's nothing hilarious about that. Well, at fifty seven, it's it's really over and stupid. Stupid. Speaking of over, so is this.
1: Oh, so Jerry, we did a warm up show.
0: We did. It was earlier today. It was good. Until Boomer came in and attacked me at the end. He did attack you right off the bat. Yeah. Well, what are you gonna do? All All right. right.
1: Well that's coming up right here, so see ya.
0: So it's the boomer and carton warm-up show with al and jerry it's
1: just like boomer and carton without boomer or carton good luck with that morning
0: al what's happening oh hi jerry so it's tuesday morning and we got a very good baseball day yesterday i will say this i listened to john and susan a lot yesterday i was back and forth back and forth with the school with my kids and every time i turn the radio on i'm like oh my god he still has a perfect game talking about michael Pineda. And the only thing I could think of, because the Yankees do this. The Yankees have perfect games. They have no hitters. They have these magical days. And all I could think about is Craig is going to be insufferable tomorrow. You want Panade to get the perfect game. You don't want to come in the next day with Craig.
1: No, you don't want to deal with Craig and a Yankee perfect game. But luckily, Martha Stewart was there, Jerry. She was uh, front and center, solid seats at Yankee Stadium. Solid seats. And she had tweeted – Hey, I'm here at Yankee Stadium. Perfect game going on. Well, then he lost it. Yeah, and well.
0: People Evan were, Gory had something to do with that.
1: People were furious.
0: Of course they are cuz people are miserable. Martha. By the for jinxing way, it. Like that had anything to do with Longoria you, ripping the ball down the left field line. You don't think
1: Martha had something to no, do I don't with think Longoria Marta connecting?
0: had anything to do Well, people are
1: with furious at her, and they're not going to forgive her.
0: Did they, did they get upset with her for the shutout being wasted, too? Uh, I think run? they were
1: just upset all around at right. Martha.
0: How about the fact that Pineda pitched great and the Yankees won? Everybody All right. be happy.
1: I did have complaints from people on my Twitter, Jerry. They were and then sending me photos. They didn't like that you could see uh, parts of the soccer lines burned into the grass at Yankee Stadium. Yeah, and no, I I'm listened. With
0: them. I listened to a lot of the game. I I went and watched some of it this morning to see what you were talking about. I mean it's there, it's noticeable, but right. what do you expect it to be when you got a soccer team playing
1: there? I'd say to the soccer team, you can use this stadium, but we better not know you're in here.
0: <laughs> well, I don't think it's that easy.
1: I mean, why don't they just keep the goals set up? Oh, uh you know, right field there's a netting that might might you might trip over. It
0: could be like what, the the forties and fifties and the monuments were in play. Yeah, right. exactly. So leave the goalposts out and just hope that Gardner doesn't trip over one.
1: And then I saw that uh, A. Rod was at the game. He was in a luxury suite. Jerry, of course, I think would he you expect be. him with
0: Martha Stewart?
1: Well, she was in a regular suite. I know, but I'm sure it was you know close, close by. Um, uh, a. Rod watched a game with uh, Henry Kissinger, who I legitimately am not sure who that is, although I know he's something with politics. Well, I know
0: he was at one point the Secretary of State. That I know. Whatever that means. Beyond that, I'm out. isn't he in, like, his 90s by now? I also didn't think he
1: was still alive. No, he's alive. Do you think they talked about (laughs) J-Lo?
0: I don't think J-Lo came up. (laughs) How does that conversation go?
1: You know my girlfriend J-Lo, Mr. Kissinger?
0: I would think the crazy Met fan with the train from last week comes up before J-Lo does because he went on with A-Rod and Burkhart on Fox Sports 1 last week. Who did? The, uh, that crazy Met fan.
1: Oh, the Met fan who was angry at New
0: Jersey yes. trends. And Kevin was like, you know, you hate the Yankees. You know, we got A-Rod here because I hate him too. Oh, So maybe that would be more of a topic at this point than J-Lo. But I don't know. Does a 90-something-year-old ask A-Rod about his dating habits? Does he ask him about PEDs? Kissinger? Yes. So you lied once, twice, three times. How about that interview? Who knows what he asked?
1: If I would have said to you, Kissinger, dead or alive, what would you be prior to knowing he was at the
0: Yankee game? I would not have known. You would have thought perhaps I best. honestly either way I would not have known.
1: Well, good for him. He's still going to games. Uh this is baseball <laughs> related, Jerry. Uh safe go field where the Mariners play. I've heard, yeah. They're serving a new uh ballpark dish. It's a roasted crickets in a chili lime salt. Nice. Now, I am probably the most picky eater ever.
0: You'd try this though. I would eat this. I know you would, because chocolate covered crickets have become and cricket uh powder. Is one of the best sources of protein on the planet, if I'm right. Correct. I just like the idea; like they're crunchy, they've been roasted. Oh, we eat chickens. If you saw one of
1: those running around, you wouldn't be like, "Yeah, I will eat that." How
0: about this? I will get you chocolate covered crickets, and you can have them on the show next. I year. would eat that. You would eat that. And Eddie, I would, would eat you these. eat
1: chocolate covered crickets? He's gone. Uh, The roasted (laughs) crickets, though, they're like a nice, crunchy snack, an alternative to a potato chip. So
0: you can replace pretzels, nachos, and chips with crickets.
1: With crickets.
0: Now, would you, now you're saying a lime salt? Is that what you said? Yeah, like
1: a chili lime
0: salt. So you you don't have to dip it in anything. No. You can just eat the cricket
1: in a bowl. Now, they said they're not expecting to sell a lot of them. No. But I would think, especially up uh, the Northwest,
0: Listen, when, a lot
1: of like when it comes right down to it,
0: it's a cricket. Yeah, and most people can't get their head around eating a cricket. I mean, they're ugly. You ever they have are crickets ugly. in your house? I have. Right, it's disgusting. Now, how about when they're parading across your kitchen floor, like they own the place? Do you imagine, or you step on them? Ugh! Imagine eating that. Oh, Eddie's I may back. have screwed
1: this up. They might be grasshoppers. Oh, come on.
0: I would eat those as well. They're not grasshoppers. I guarantee you they're crickets because crickets have become, especially for health nuts, a source of protein.
1: Let's call them roasted bugs. I'm in because
0: they're crunchy. You can't call them roasted
1: bugs. And then this reminded me, I saw also a a story about Evan Turner. He plays for the Trailblazers. And he says, uh, he reminded me of me because he eats the same food every day. It's chicken, broccoli, potato. That's it. But he was talking to the Oregonian newspaper, and he said that uh, he's afraid of white condiments, as I
0: am. What does that mean, mayonnaise? Mayonnaise. Alfredo sauce. Um, you may not like it. You're not afraid of tartar it. Tartar sauce. Are you afraid of it, or you don't like it? Horseradish. Want to answer Both. the question? I don't like it.
1: I don't want it anywhere near my food item. But
0: you're not afraid of it. If you see a jar of mayonnaise, you don't run for the hills. No, but I will not pass it to you.
1: If we were wow. at
0: a if we were at a what barbecue, is going to happen? It may
1: because there may be some on the the uh, container.
0: You are a unique individual. I would
1: not, growing up, if if someone in my house said, "Can you
0: pass the mayonnaise?" You said no.
1: I said no. I. And cannot. how
0: did Mister and Mrs. Dukes react? Well, to they that? they got used to it. That's it. So they yeah. gave up. They gave up. I tell you, but, you are
1: out there. But the seven Turner, he's not eating any white condiments. Would he eat crickets or grasshoppers? Yes, I bet roasted.
0: You, we stop with the grasshoppers. They're probably they're, crickets.
1: I kind of feel like they were grasshoppers, and I wrote it down wrong.
0: Right. Well, either way, I say yes. He would probably try that if he's a health nut.
1: Because you asked if I had crickets in my in my home ever. I did. I've had a grasshopper in
0: my house. What'd you do
1: with it? Well, they you took they, it outside, right? You can't catch them. They're hopping everywhere. Crickets hide. So and then still they in just your house?
0: Ma- no. It could be. This is years ago, Jerry. Could you imagine you fall asleep one night, you wake up, and the thing's on your forehead? If you had a it's cricket, possible. though, in your house, that makes noise at night, right? Yes, it does. Grasshopper's quiet.
1: Quiet. Quiet. It's just hopping along. <laughs> You'd be watching TV, it would just go right across your screen.
0: <laughs> and you do nothing about it. I
1: do. I'll catch that and roast that right in my oven, Jerry. <laughs> Chili lime You're sauce. not
0: eating a grasshopper. It has to be a cricket, so enough with that.
1: During this break, I'm going to Google it.
0: Yeah, because who needs to be accurate before we throw it out there?
1: Oh, I'm sure someone's going to be furious. I was listening to FAA, <laughs> and they said grasshoppers when it was crickets or vice versa.
0: Uh, you want to do this Casillas story quickly? Casillas? Yeah, you wrote it down, What Jonathan was my story Casillas? again?
1: Oh, he's on the Giants. So he was in the Dominican Republic, the DR, Jerry. Yes. Vacationing. And he took a photo of him, looked like he was smoking uh, weed.
0: Oh, yeah, a thin cigar or a cigarette?
1: A thin cigarette, yeah. hand-rolled, Jerry. And he Instagrammed it, and even his numerous hashtags he used, he was saying that this is probably a bad idea, that I'm, it's just a cigar. Then he was, ra- quote, randomly drug tested. Yeah,
0: Random nothing. Random. I mean, they see it. They're not stupid. Well,
1: why is he smoking a cigar?
0: Why not? Bad for
1: the lungs, Jerry. i get with
0: you. Well, but it depends on how you smoke the cigar. A lot of people don't inhale it. Well, some that's do. a, I don't understand some do, about I, a cigar. I, I, Why, I then what are I'll, you doing with it? I don't either. Just looking there cool. There are some people, though, that will quote-unquote smoke a cigar without inhaling the cigar. Right. They like the taste of it, the smell of it, whatever. That's not me. Clearly, that's not you. God forbid you'd even put that in your hand. But that's, that's how some people handle that. And
1: you know how uh, you always say I don't like athletes doing anything Yes, of that course can you put don't. them in danger? Yeah. I was holding my breath yesterday pregame for the Mets watching Noah Syndergaard steal the ATV from the Philly Fanatic. Then he was driving
0: it around the field. Of course, because he's having fun. God, you're like a wet napkin. I was
1: like, if he flips this thing and is out for the year with a torn meniscus
0: ACL. Did he?
1: The guy a 100 miles
0: an hour for a living. Let him get on an ATV. Relax. We'll take a timeout. We'll reset. Boomer and Carton next on The Fan. It's the Boomer and Carton warm-up show with Al and Jerry. It's like a podcast on the radio, sort of. All right, a couple more minutes, we get you to Boomer and Carton here at the top. Uh, last night, the Mets did beat the Phillies 4-3. Big night for Jay Bruce. The Yankees with the 8-1 win on their home opener against the Rays, 8-1. Back to the Mets game for a second, though, because this clown, Udabre Ramos, with the throw over the head of Stribble Cabrera, I don't understand this about baseball. You had Buster Posey yesterday gets hit in the head by a 95-mile-an-hour fastball. Obviously, everybody's concerned for the safety of the player. You had a player, and I forget what team. I want to say the Brewers the other day got hit in the ear flap that was covering his jaw. They said the ball hit in the area of the temple. If he wasn't wearing the flap, it could have possibly hit him and killed him. There was tremendous concern. So then why are we surprised that, or I shouldn't say surprised, but why are guys still throwing up and over the head? Of players. That ball was at 94 last night. But yeah, but it was nowhere near him. That was a message pitch, Jerry. You know what? You can say that all you want. Throw at his ass then, or throw at his legs. To throw near his head? I don't, I honestly don't understand it. And then the Phillies manager gets ejected, which was just a joke because he didn't say anything. But the, and the best part of the, of the whole incident is after he gets the warning and Cabrera's yelling at him, he's got like this facial expression like, what? What did I do? You know what? Good. I'm glad Jay Bruce hit a home run. Jay Bruce should have thrown the bat at him on his way around the bases. I did think he deserved
1: getting thrown out. That was a very arrogant yes. bat flip from a year ago.
0: So what? Yeah. They won a game in the 11th inning. If you can't celebrate that, then what are we doing? With a bat flip, Jerry? Why not? It's a game winner. It wasn't in the middle of a game where the game was still going on. It was a fun game, home game. Flip the bat. I Next throw time, throw it at the pitcher. I, I throw right at his head. Powered, Powered by, by Town I Fair Tire. No.